Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where food and fitness come to hang out. I'm Sadie. I'm Sasha. And everywhere, all day long, you can do a simple Google search and you will find multiple, if not handfuls, if not thousands or millions of people screaming at the top of their fucking lungs that sugar is the worst thing on earth. Yes, we're being dramatic, but you know what we mean. But it's true. Yeah. Everyone. If you feel attacked, then you should be because we're attacking you. Yes. <laughs> we want to have an actual conversation, though, about sugar and hopefully destigmatize it for our listeners today. So let's fucking do this. Sugar is not your enemy. Say it again for the people in the back. Delay. Sugar is not your enemy. Eat okay. It. Right. But 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 we've been told this for so long that sugar is bad. How are you not lying? Well, we're going to fucking tell you that today. Um, yes, we've also been told that carbs are for, fucking terrible for you uh. and that you should only do keto. And if you listen to this podcast before, you know that simply is not true. Anything that you consume in a surplus is going to have a negative impact either immediately or over the long run on your diet, potentially your health, and may cause weight gain. Not our opinion. Scientific Facts. fact. If you want that information, you can check our TikTok video about it from last week where we talk about the same thing because I posted from the Mayo Clinic and I posted from Live Strong, both mm-hmm. reputable sources when it comes to health information. That's right. The Mayo Clinic's the number one hospital in the country. You can kind of listen to what their doctors have to say. They might know what they're talking about. Sasha got otter pens for her birthday and she's excited and about every time them. I agree, I'm going to make it clap its hands. <laughs> All right. Clapping. This is why you have to watch the, the podcast on YouTube. You can't see the clapping otter pen if you don't no, you watch can't. the podcast. So. Sorry, better better go over there and watch it. It's true. Is sugar fattening? Well, it depends. Um, if you're picking up on a theme for fitness and nutrition journeys, you're right. Yes, most things are not cut and paste. There's been a lot of research over the years done on sugar. Um, certain facets of the fitness community will like to call the sugar industry big sugar. I'm not going to name names, but if you've done functional fitness, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) The general conclusion is this, that sugar can contribute to weight gain. However, there's nothing special about sugar that makes it the devil or this fattening agent that it's made out to be. Absolutely. A thousand percent. Sugar can most definitely like anything else, increase your caloric intake. So over the years, food has evolved and mm-hmm. if you're on youtube you could see me doing the bunny ears Air quotes. meaning that there are more additives more preservatives or more sugar added to food to make it more palatable and appetizing that's the food industry if you uh-huh. want to be pissed at someone be pissed at the food industry mm-hmm. all that fat free that low fat shit has way more sugar because they're trying to keep it palatable yeah when you take While the fat away you, you have to put something back exactly yeah so like the one thing to always remember when having a conversation about nutrition or weight gain itself is that for the average adult human with no medical conditions because let's talk about sugar and medical conditions yes. if you're diabetic you obviously sugar is not your friend mm-hmm. we're not we're not arguing that like if you're doctor says don't fucking do this don't fucking do it exactly they're your doctor 
we're not. Mm-hmm. We're just here to throw shit at you and be like, hey, have you considered this? Yeah. Um, so like the only way to gain weight is by eating in a caloric surplus. That is the only way to do it. Eating or drinking things that lead to a caloric surplus will make you gain weight. I'm going to say it again for the people that don't want to believe it. It doesn't matter if it's carbs. It doesn't matter if it's fat. It doesn't matter if it's protein. Anything in excess can make you gain weight. Exactly. Period. End of discussion. Again, not our opinion. Scientific fact. And that's why we put in there minus certain individuals who may have underlying medical conditions or health issues this applies to the average adult human. So when people can consume food containing added sugar, they tend to consume more calories. However, when people consume sugar just by itself, they do not consume large amounts of it. So if if you're digging for like the correlation here, if you're wondering what the theme is, added sugar is not the best thing for you. Mm -hmm. It adds calories automatically. Just like if you're adding extra fat or whatever. So if you're looking for the theme or the correlation here, added sugar is not the best thing that you can ingest. We're not saying that sugar is bad for you or that added sugar is going to kill you. However, if you eat a lot of foods with added sugar, that's where it can add up really quickly. Right. You're automatically going to get more calories in your food when you're adding more things to it like sugar or it could be fat or whatever. Yeah. So like think about if you go get a drink, if you go get a coffee from like Starbucks or Scooters or Dunkin' or whatever, think about how much sugar is hidden in that drink that you don't know about versus if you brewed your own cup of coffee at home and put like Mm -hmm. a teaspoon or a tablespoon of, you know, just plain white table sugar in it. Completely different. You will put less sugar in that black cup of coffee at home than you will get in that drink from Starbucks, from Scooters, from Dunkin'. And that's why it's important to keep track of empty calories. That's what those are. Empty calories come from typically beverages that you're drinking. If you're not Mm -hmm. accounting for those in your daily caloric, however you're tracking it, or if you're not, just be mindful of the fact that those types of things have calories attached to them. And if your source of joy is that fucking iced latte every morning, drink it. We're not telling you not to just put it in your budget. Moderation. Yeah. Put it in your budget. As long as you're, you're conscious of it, then you're fine. This is why all calorie restriction diets work because you're paying attention to what you're putting in your Uh mouth. So it doesn't matter again, if it's keto, if it's Atkins, if it's fucking whatever, you could eat 20 pounds of bacon and still lose fat. If you're eating the right amount of bacon a day, don't, don't, don't let us make you feel like we're shaming you for making the choices you're making. If if that is your source of joy, if that's what like you look forward to in the morning when you have to go to work, fucking yeah. drink it. Uh, there is an article from blog.nasm.org that's linked in the show notes with a study completed by Richter and Campbell of Johns Hopkins University. They are also a well-known medical um, authority mm-hmm. in, in the country. They're kind of a big deal. You know, if I actually know someone that went to Johns Hopkins and they're yeah. literally the smartest fucking person I know. They're reputable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now they live in like Hong Kong or something doing like tropical medicine and salt. Like they probably had a hand in fucking curing COVID. No joke. Yeah. Like that, that type of level doctor yeah. is fucking wild. That's who goes to Johns Hopkins University. Right. Um, but they published a journal of nutrition in 1940 that found when given access to pure raw sugar separate from their food, rodents actually consume the same amount of calories as they did when there was no sugar present. Um, yes, that is an old study. However, mm-hmm. some things can be old and still be relevant. Um, they found out that this combination of sugar mixed in with the food is what made them consume more calories because, again, it made the food more palatable. palatable. Yep, Exactly. Um, again, we're going to keep reiterating this, but sugar all by itself is not fattening. Yeah. There are various studies that have looked into sugar and its direct effects or correlation to fat gain. 
We've linked some of them in the show notes if you'd like to read them for yourself. In the first linked report, researchers studied folks that were fed a diet where something like 43% of their diet was comprised of sugar. But they were in a caloric deficit. So those individuals in that study lost weight over a six-week period of time. Yeah. Again, you can eat just bacon. You could Mm -hmm. eat just bread. You could eat just vegetables and still lose weight as long as you're in a caloric deficit. In the second study, participants were given a high-sugar liquid drink as their diet, and they lost a fuckload of weight. Why? Because they were, again, in a caloric deficit. Let's say it again. Louder for those in the back. Hello. If you are in a caloric deficit, it does not matter what you're eating. You're going to lose weight. Are there things that you could eat that are more... Um, have more nutritious, valuable. Yes, sure. But you could eat fucking Snickers bars every single goddamn day. As long as you're in a caloric deficit, you're going to lose weight. I mean, we talked about this with Dr. Fit and Fabulous fucking eons ago when we we dropped our first, like, I don't know, she's in our first like 15 or 20 episodes. So it's like way back there, but check that episode out. Um, we talk about it there too. Um, because she's a big proponent of the carnivore diet because it helps her body deal with like everybody's body has their Mm -hmm. own quirks. You're going to have to tweak your diet to do whatever you need to do. She eats a lot of meat and it works really well for her. But even though she eats a lot of meat, she still makes sure to eat a lot of carbs a, because she's training super hard, but B because she understands that your body needs carbs. Exactly. Carbs are sugar. Carbs are sugar. Sugar is carbs. They are not separate. They are the same fucking thing. And if you hear someone talking about carbs and sugar separately, run far away because that person has no idea what they're talking about. They are the same thing. And we will get into the nerdy stuff of it in just a few moments Mm -hmm. we reference these studies to say this if you eat sugar you're not going to gain weight you're going to gain weight if you're eating more calories than what your body can utilize we've done a whole podcast episode on how this works so make sure that if you missed it you go back and find it because i we could scream this but we're always going to have someone if we posted that fucking clip on tiktok someone is going to come in the comments and fight us about it Uh uh-huh i'm sorry but it doesn't need to be this huge fucking thing where you're overcomplicating it eat fucking sugar if you want to eat your god eat your eat your latte with a spoon (laughs) i don't give a shit what you do eat (laughs) Eat what you want just be mindful that things could have different caloric values yeah if there's added sugar that's not what's causing you to gain weight it's the fact that you're eating in a caloric surplus end of fucking story otter clap (laughs) i mean the added sugar makes it easier to gain weight but it's not the entire reason you're gaining weight you might need to rework some habits let's be honest i'm not going to call anybody out and if you do feel attacked i'm not doing it on purpose but a lot of the reason, reason you do a lot of the reason when you gain weight is because you have habits that aren't necessarily the best. I'm not going to say that they're bad because we don't want to put good and bad labels on shit like that. You don't like the radical black and white stuff. Like it's not how life works, but you can work on improving things. Maybe if you are doing all these things and you're like, well, shit, none of it's working really, really, really examine what your habits are because I bet you'll find the reason why you're failing. Yep. And that is not, uh, that's not like, trust me. I've, I've had to reprogram my brain on a lot of fucking habits. And sometimes you really have to go through it with a microscope when it's not working to be like, all right, I'm fucking missing something. What am I missing? Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. Another thing, and I've seen this going around quite a bit, um, just based on some of the people that we follow, but not blaming anybody for what you do on the weekends, but you could be amazing at everything during the week and then 
you know, weekends are fun. They're supposed to be fun. You should mm-hmm. be having fun with life. But if you're paying less attention on the weekends, those types of things can add up over time and cause you to gain weight. Yeah. Not saying not have fun, but you just be more mindful of the choices that you're making. Yeah. If caloric deficit is your goal, if you're trying to, you know, lose body fat, then that is definitely something you want to pay attention to. If you're in maintenance yeah. mode, fuck it, do whatever you want to do. Um, but yeah, specifically, if you are looking, if you're looking, I'm not going to say lose weight because you need yeah. to have weight. Weight yeah. is necessary. You have to have some sort of body mass to live. But um, if you're looking to lose body fat specifically, the weekends are where you can really go off the rails. And that's why we're such big proponents of the 80-20 plan, because you mm-hmm. get that little bit of freedom to fuck around with a meal or a snack every day. Exactly. And we can do a whole entire episode again on, you know, caloric deficits, how they work, because there are different things that you can do. I mean, you could front load your week, be be good, uh-huh. eat your 1,800 calories, and then give yourself, bump yourself up on the weekends. As long as the whole week is in a caloric deficit, yeah, it'll work. And it doesn't have to be a gigantic caloric deficit Mm-mm. either. We're not talking about worrying about saving yourself, you know, six, seven, 800 calories a day. Right. Because yeah. that's not healthy either. No, it's not. Balance. Um, balance is balance is your friend. Um, and if you have any questions, of course, you can hit us E-mails. up. Hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. Um, I am a certified ISSA personal trainer and nutrition coach. I am not a dietitian. There is a difference. One is fucking licensed and has boards testing and all sorts of stuff. I am not yeah. that. Um, I am able to help you make better food choices and work your habits. I am not here to prescribe diets to you because I am not qualified to do such. Right. So, and Sasha's working on her nutrition and personal training too. So like, we know what we're talking about. I know that it's very upsetting and distressing to some people on the internet, mostly men, that women know things, but we fucking know what we're talking about. Sorry if you don't like it. We're backed by science. And I'm going to be fucking smug about that because the smart people are on my side. Right. You get fucking Herbalife and it works and have fun with that. It's not sustainable. No. And that's the other thing too. When people are trying to overcomplicate like eating, there's a reason that they're doing it. They're overcomplicating it to fuck with you so that you have to depend on them for answers and you keep paying them. They're They're not setting you up for sustainability or long-term success. They're feeding you forced insecurity. Yes. And it's really easy to buy into. Lord knows. Especially when you're looking for someone to help you. Exactly. Which is why we wanted to talk about sugar today because it's been so demonized. Like sugar is great. (laughs) it's delicious (laughs) exactly that's what i mean (laughs) delicious but just so that we're covering all of our bases from that same nasm blog high sugar intake is widely known for being associated with heart disease cancer and diabetes however this information needs to be interpreted with a bit of caution people who consume large amounts of sugar also tend to have a cluster of other unhealthy behaviors again those habits that we're talking about that are associated with heart disease such as drinking smoking being overweight low physical activity and high blood pressure yeah and when we talk about like metabolic health mm-hmm. this is why we talk about movement and eating well yes. being so important for your metabolic health because there are a lot of different things that we as humans have vices and sometimes our vices are bad for us so you have to stack your deck as much as you can in your favor <laughs> favor so that your vices don't kill you too soon yeah right you see me, me on tiktok on me fridays <laughs> But like, I just enjoy your life, but at the same time, like make sure that you're doing what you need to do so that your, your body is healthy for whatever version of healthy that is for you, because health looks different on everyone. Let us reiterate that again too. Like what is right for me? What is right for Sasha is different than what could be right for you or the person next door. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to someone and they're doing cookie cutter plans for every single person, that's a big red flag. Yes. 
Big yeah. red flag. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the associations with sugar only appear once the sugar levels are above a certain threshold, um, often in amounts that have exceeded a reasonable moderate intake. So TLDR, you have to eat a really, 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 really large amount of sugar or drink a large amount of sugar on a daily basis to have it be that kind of a problem. But it does happen for people. Yes, certainly so. does. I mean, hell, I have a sweet tooth. The first thing I'm going to grab for is probably a cigarette. I'm sorry, guys. I'm struggling. I'm going to be honest with you. It's hard to quit. But the Cigarettes next thing are hard to the quit. next thing they are is to going quit. to be candy. Mm. Like, oh, stressed out? Give me some of those unwrapped Reese's. You but, say as I take a long cold drink <laughs> of my Dr. Pib. You know, we Mr. Pib. We all have we have, we all go to moves, but typically what they're talking about in some of these studies, or when people are making that broad brush statement, ah, sugar's fucking terrible for you. They're talking specifically probably about people who have underlying issues and then are eating a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of sugar. Like, or they're doing the it to scare you. Exactly. But they're, it's both. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So let's talk about what sugar actually is. Uh, We can't leave this episode without getting really fucking nerdy for a second. Um, (laughs) Have we talked about poop yet? No, we haven't. Oh, shit. Oh, man. There we go. Now we talked about poop. 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 Otter clap. Otter clap. Uh, Sugar is a a broad brush. Uh, When you say sugar, a lot of times something automatically will pop in your head, Um, but it can be describing a plethora of things from candy to fruit to honey and syrup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sugar is in a lot of different stuff. Agave has sugar in it. Um, we need to do an episode entirely about artificial sweeteners, too, because we're mm. not even going to touch those today because nope. we will be here for two fucking hours. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to cut yeah. two episodes. <laughs> we ain't got time for that today. But you'll see a lot of people try to further break things down into good and bad sugars. Good sugars, quote unquote, in their mind being naturally occurring and bad sugars, quote unquote, being processed sugar like high fructose corn syrup. Ooh. <sighs> Ooh. Can we please talk about high oh, fructose yeah. corn We're syrup? We're going to fucking talk about high fructose yes. corn syrup. Everyone, know nothing fitness influencers right now. Mm. It's their favorite fucking villain. Mm-hmm. They want to talk about it because it's in fucking soda and it's, mm-hmm. in, it's in a lot of stuff. However, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. So let's go to the Mayo Clinic again for the lowdown because, again, we're not doctors. We don't claim to be. Mm-hmm. High fructose corn syrup is a common sweetener in sodas and fruit-flavored drinks. It is a tasty addition to your fucking pancakes, too, with some fucking caro syrup on top mm-hmm. or your cornbread because mm-hmm. I'm from Iowa, and that's how we roll. Um, yeah. But it's a common sweetener in a lot of your you know foods and drinks. Um, as use of high fructose corn syrup has increased, so have obesity levels and related health problems. So some people wonder if there's a correlation. However... This is kind of like that study that came out, I don't know, 30, 40 fucking years ago that said gun violence was on the rise because of ice cream sales. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, it's summertime, so ice cream sales are going up, but so is gun violence, so they must be connected. Right. And it's like you're looking for something that's not even there. Yeah. That's what this is. Exactly. Okay, so high fructose corn syrup is chemically similar to plain table sugar, but there's controversy about how the body metabolizes HFCS. We're going to shorten it yes, from now on. It's really long. <laughs> In comparison to table sugar. But according to the Mayo Clinic, there's insufficient evidence at this time to say that high fructose corn syrup, HFCS, is any less healthy than any other type of sweetener. Again, there is no sufficient evidence. Not, no, I'm not going to say no sufficient, insufficient. So there's not oh, enough sufficient yeah. evidence. How about that? Let me rephrase that because I said that wrong. But there's insufficient evidence at this time to say that high fructose corn syrup is any less healthy. Hello. 
We're going to say it again for the people that are like, high fructose corn syrup is so bad for you. And I know, so we, we post this on TikTok. Someone's going to show up in our comments and be fucking stinky about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be like, fuck out of here. Here's yeah. the Mayo Clinic article. I had to do that last week. Someone's like, yeah. what about this? What about yeah. this? What about it? Here's, here's, the, here's, here's the study. And then they never replied, so I think yeah. you won. Okay. Well, <laughs> when you come with factual information and hey, then man. they go look it up and they're like, oh. Yeah. Like, I'm, I hope they learned a thing that day yeah. and I wasn't a bitch about it, but it's like, no, you're wrong. And here's yeah. why you're wrong. Proceed. There you go. Um, sugar's like, sugar's not going to be this number one asshole that these people want you to think it is. Mm-mm. So straight from the doctors at the number one hospital in the country. Again, HFCS isn't this horrible asshole that's going to kill you as long as you consume it in moderation. You don't believe us? Go check the food science babes fucking TikTok page. Go check yeah. her Instagram page. She is a legit food scientist. She knows a shit ton about food. You know how I know that? Because I also know a lot about food and she knows more about it than I do. Right. So like go check her page out. She debunks a lot of this shit and she's not afraid to tag the people straight up. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I don't have the energy. I don't have the energy to fight with these people on the internet. No. Um, Okay. So like we said before, sugar is a carb. Its primary role being energy. That's what Mm -hmm. carbs do. And if you missed the carbs episode, go back and listen to that, please. Mm -hmm. There are three forms of sugar. Monosaccharides, oligosaccharides, and polysaccharides. So monosaccharides are going to be your simple sugar. Glucose, fructose, and galactose. We cover glucose at length in another episode, the carbs episode. Mm -hmm. So we'll break down fructose and lactose now. Fructose is a sugar naturally found in fruit, but also found in processed items like table sugar and high fructose corn syrup. Fructose is converted into glucose by the liver and then released into the blood for use. Yes. Energy. Yes. And this is where if you have diabetes, this is where it gets funky because it doesn't get necessarily, you know, if your insulin fucks with how it gets into your blood. You don't have enough insulin or, yeah. So galactose is a type of sugar found in dairy products, and it's metabolized pretty similarly to fructose. Um, Oligosaccharides, if we said it wrong, I'm sorry. Podcasting is a lot of mispronouncing shit and then learning like 20 episodes later that you fucking said it wrong. So bear with us. Uh, But they're one of the components of fiber that's found in plants, which our bodies will partially break down into glucose. These sugars are found in a lot of vegetables. So when we talk about the fucking continuous glucose monitor guy that we referenced a couple episodes ago where he demonized Chick-fil-A because he had potatoes in a sandwich that had bread, this is why his glucose monitor spiked because he had fucking, he had potatoes and he had fucking bread. Yep. Like, that's how this works. Polysaccharides are found in starch, which is the energy stores of plants, and cellulose, which is also naturally occurring fiber in plants. So when you wear your continuous monitor for whatever fucking reason, because someone on TikTok told you to buy it, and you did. If it's not medically necessary. If it's not medically necessary, please don't do it. But if you have one and you're doing this as an example, like, this is why your fucking blood sugar spikes because you ate food that had carbs. You ate food. You ate food. If you're going (laughs) to, yeah, if you're going to have eggs and if you're only going to have six slices of bacon, like if you're eating a half a pound of bacon and two eggs, you're not going to get carbs. There's no carbs in that. Yep. That's just fat and protein. protein. Of course it's not going to make your fucking blood sugar spike. Exactly. Like again, have you ever read a nutrition book? 
Yeah. Because yeah. that's well, day one shit. Yep. Sure is. It really is. <laughs> day one shit, bro. I put the nerdy shit in here basically just to illustrate that regardless of the sugar that is consumed, surprise, they're all going to end up glucose in your body. Yep. Our body cannot tell the difference between the natural sugar found in fruit, honey, or milk, and the processed sugar found in a fucking Kit Kat. Your body is essentially a machine. Yep. You're, you're, the machine doesn't know what kind of oil is in it. The machine only gives a shit that it's lubricated and that it has oil. Yep. Same thing goes with sugar. Like, your body doesn't give a fuck where it comes from. It's like, oh, can I break this down into glucose so that your brain works? Cool. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we didn't even it's, touch on that. We touched on that Your body before, is but, an incredible machine yeah. and, and everything is great about it, but it's... It doesn't know the difference. No. It has no fucking idea. Just like your muscles have no idea if they are on an XX or an XY body. They have nope, no idea. They don't know. They're just a muscle They're that's fucking muscle. there to do a job. Sugar is just sugar and your body's going to break it down as such into yep. glucose for energy. Unless you Unless have... Unless you're overeating it, which then yes. will be turned into fat. Yes. Or that's if you're diabetic, then just steer clear it, all together. Yes. Yeah. Again, TLDR, if you're diabetic, <laughs> a lot of this shit didn't apply to you. Exactly. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but have your damn sugar. Have it in moderation, just like everything else. Unless your doctor's telling you you need to cut back for medical reasons, then listen to them because there's a reason that you sought out the professional. Mm-hmm. Also, stop fucking demonizing things that people enjoy in moderation. Yeah. Have the soda. Like, life's fucking short to be miserable and not drinking soda. I saw a tweet the other day from a guy who's like, I quit drinking Coca-Cola 30 days ago and I am way less happy than I was 30 <laughs> days ago. <laughs> it's like, I mean, yeah. If you want to have your soda, if you want to have your fucking Starbucks coffee or whatever, yeah. sorry, Starbucks or scooters, if you're whatever. in Aeronoma, that's yeah. my preference. Um, have them. Do it. Just be mindful that there are going to be added sugars in certain things. There's added sugar in white bread. There's added sugar in a lot of fucking shit that you eat mm-hmm. because it's processed and they add it in there to make it more palatable. Okay. It's just how it be. It's Sorry. fine. Just be mindful. Yeah. As always, make sure that you buy your merch. Please. We've your got mileage may vary as a t-shirt. No <laughs> otter pens. Clap, clap. Maybe soon. <laughs> We had test kitchen Some otter pens. Okay, otter pens. <laughs> see if I can order them in bulk on Everyone's going to be like, what the fuck is her deal with this, these otters? I'm obsessed with them. Okay. And they're cute. They're like My the, best birthday present is now otter pen. They're like but the, my second best birthday present, which I guess I have talked about on here, is someone adopted me an otter at the Seattle Zoo. <laughs> so they're like the cute otter pen. fucking Japanese otter pens. They're, they're great. Buy our merch. Yeah. Shop.herdmedia.com. Merch pays the mortgage. Yeah, uh, sure um, does. And our merch fucking looks great, but we're biased. It sure does. You know. Sure does. Make sure that you're following us on social, Meathead Test Kitchen everywhere, including YouTube, where the full-length episodes of In Video are. Mm-hmm. Um, we're at MTK Staff on Twitter, so remember that. Yeah, if you want to go to that void for some entertainment every now and then, we'll, we'll post there, too, mm. but... Twitter's a dumpster fire that we all try to enjoy, or like just avoid in mass, I feel like at this point. Yeah, pretty much. Um, check out meatheadathletics.com. We've got programming available. We've got three training templates up right now. We are working on a fourth if you're a runner. We got you covered. Um, I'm doing personal training services, nutrition coaching services, and I have limited spots available. So if you're thinking about it, do it to it. And if you're looking at nutrition and personal training, you can get a combo deal. Send me an email. Hey. <laughs> um, if you want both, I'll, I'll give you a deal. Um, but yeah, check it out. Meatheadathletics.com. Be good. Say something nice to a stranger on the internet today. Say something nice to yourself. Too. That too. Especially that. Do that first and then give a stranger yeah. on the internet a compliment. Tell them their hair looks nice. Even if it doesn't, yeah. who cares? Make them feel better. Meathead exactly. Test Kitchen. Out. Out.
Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.